Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. I want to talk to you in this podcast about a man and about a principle, both of which I believe in. You know, there's a lot to be disgusted with in our current culture in Washington, D.C., where I'm sitting right now as I record this podcast. There's a lot to be disturbed by in the executive branch. There's a lot to be a desert, disturbed by uh, in the conduct of Donald Trump. There's a lot to be disgusted with uh, in Congress and the lack of effectiveness of Congress and uh, a lot of the things that are going on. But I, I'll tell you what, however, however difficult things are, uh, whatever challenges we may face, uh, whatever trouble and tumultuousness there may be in certain cultures at certain periods, it usually only takes one man to make a massive difference. I want you to remember that. History is not ruled by the majority. It's ruled by the dedicated minority. And usually that dedicated minority is really led by one man, one man of character, one man who inspires, one man who is who embodies uh, the values, the vision, the hopes of the people and of the leaders. And, and I want to tell you that when I travel overseas and I talk to leaders, and I have the privilege of talking to a lot of leaders, a lot of national leaders, princes and kings and prime ministers and so on, uh, I'm just, it's just part of what I do. It's not that I'm any big deal. Uh, I got to tell you that when people talk about the United States government right now, the one name I hear time and time again when it comes to foreign policy is the name of General James Mattis, our secretary of defense. That's the name that comes up amongst those who fear America. That's the name that comes up amongst those who are uh, who are cheering America on. That's the name that comes up amongst those people groups in the world that are looking to America for with hope in their hearts and and, and just delight in their eyes, hoping that something wonderful happens. And I got to tell you, I really admire this man. He is a Marine General, four-star general, as many of you may know. Uh, he was uh, head of the of, uh, Marine Expeditionary Force in Iraq. Uh, he's been head of our, our NATO command uh, overseas. Uh, he is an eminent man. He is a skilled man. He's got a bachelor's and a master's, as most generals do, at least. Most generals have master's degrees or, or doctorates. Um, he is a fine man. They call him the warrior monk. He's not married. Uh, he eschews all the frou-frou privileges most generals enjoy. Uh, he does his own laundry. Uh, he lives alone. Uh, and he is an inveterate reader. He has a library of over 600 books. Uh, and he urges all of his commanders to read and read voraciously. And uh, in fact, I was very inspired not too long ago by the ch- grandchild of a friend of mine um, who just is enamored of, of General Matt and had committed himself, his young grandchild, to read as many books as General Mattis has. So his grandmother gave him on his birthday, I'm sorry, for Christmas, uh, a book. And in it, the young boy wrote uh, Mattis's Library Number 1. In other words, this was the first book of the 600 that this young man would read like General Mattis. So he's an inspiration. But the reason that he is beloved and feared uh, abroad, the reason that he is the one people take seriously when it comes to uh, American foreign policy is that he's a man of character and he's a man of action and he's a man um, who, who who kicks it hard. Um, his nickname is Chaos. And they say that this stands for uh, Colonel has an outstanding idea that it came from earlier in his career when uh, people would call him Chaos. But there's, there's something about him. He really is 
the fierce old school warrior that we have not had a great deal in our recent history. He's tough. He once said to a room full of Taliban uh, insurgents and, and other rough characters in Iraq, he said, I come in peace. He said, with tears in my eyes, I beg you to know that I come in peace and I beg you to conduct yourself peacefully. And then he said, but understand, if you F with me, I will kill you all. <laughs> I mean, this is just the way that he is. A reporter once asked him if, uh, if he was concerned about the fear and chaos in a given situation. He said, I'm not concerned at all. I bring fear and chaos. Uh, and actually, that's, that's one of the ways that his uh, nickname has, has stuck is that he's chaos in four or five different ways. So this is a serious man. This is a man devoted to his country. Uh, this is a man who is fierce. Uh, this is a man who, who, who says things to his enemies that just amaze them. Um, he, he once said, walk peacefully, but have a plan for killing everybody in sight. Now, he was in a war situation at that time. He's not a madman. Uh, he was in a war situation at that time. But all that to say, he's been a servant to America. He's a good man. But I'm telling you that what, what echoes in the minds of our enemies and what echoes in the minds of our friends abroad is that there's a man like General Mattis, who is our secretary of defense. He's a man of his word. He's a man of character. He's a man who believes in doing things the right way. I'm actually very happy that the United States has begun to show, uh, show teeth, as they say, but show a firm stance towards North Korea. Uh, Kim Jong-un, as you may know, has almost completely reversed himself on his nuclear policy, largely because of firmness on the part of the United States. Uh, Kim Jong-un, the current uh, president or premier uh, of the uh, great leader, they call him over there, of North Korea, is, undo, is actually dismantling nuclear facilities. He's stopping his nuclear program. He's not firing missiles anymore. And he's coming to peace negotiations uh, with both South Korea and with the United States. I'm not saying this is all General Mattis is doing, uh, because certainly I'm sure some of the some of the tweeting and gesturing and insults by Donald Trump have been the sort of the, the light side of the, the uh, presentation of the U.S. Uh, that we're not going to take uh, this lying down. We're not going to let North Korea fire missiles over Japan and things like that. But always looming behind, always standing there fiercely, always sort of glowering intimidatingly is General Mattis. They take him seriously internationally when they don't take Donald Trump seriously. One of the things the nation has to do is it has to know that it can debate and dither and ponder and wonder about things and, 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 uh, and have all sorts of discussion behind the scenes. But when you go abroad, you have to be firm, you have to be clear, and you have to be absolutely merciless with your enemies. This is what General Mattis does. He constantly has said throughout his military career to our enemies, I come in peace. I do, I do not come to harm you, but if you harm me or you harm those I'm sent to defend, I will kill you all. He said, he has said that many, many times. And I, it's not like I'm reveling in that language. It's an attitude of menace. It's an attitude of fierceness. It's an attitude of toughness that we have lost in some administrations, um, but that we have to reclaim. Now I've got to tell you that the reason uh, Mattis has feared is that he's not just a man of words. He's not just as Churchill said once, jaw, jaw, war, war. He's not just saber rattling. This is a man who will fight. This is a man who will send troops. Uh, this is a man who, who who knows what he's doing when he gets there. And so it's not just, uh, I'm sorry to say it, like Donald Trump tweeting threats. Um, 
people people are willing to put up with Donald Trump's Trump's tweeted threats, but but they are they are terrified that General Mattis will engage, and so. Not long ago, as you may know, we fired missiles uh, into some targets in Syria to try to answer for the chemical attacks and to try to back off Assad, the head of Syria. Well, it only lasted two minutes and we hit some relatively innocuous targets. Um, But I want you to know something about this, uh, that when this was discussed, General Mattis wanted to get approval from Congress for this, this hit on Syrian territory. But Donald Trump had already tweeted that there would be action and he wanted the action to come quickly on the heels of his tweets. We actually know this from White House um, press briefings. And so here's General Mattis, the warrior, but he's trying to do things procedurally the right way, the way high ranking generals would always do it. Uh, and he's having, he's being countered by the president of the United States. What I'm trying to say is not only a statement about American foreign policy, but also a statement about leadership as a whole. First of all, if you're going to have a foreign policy, if you're going to lead a nation, you have to be fierce, not bloody, uh, not, not massively destructive, uh, not always engaged in war, but you have to show teeth. You have to show toughness. You have to live toughness. You have to be tough and you want your warriors to be that way. I don't want everybody in America to be a Marine, but I certainly want there to be Marines who are tough, who are trained, who know what they're doing. I don't want to be Delta Force myself. I may not want want my son to be Delta Force. I may not want any of my grandchildren to be Delta Force, but I want there to be Delta Force in the world. I want to support them, pay them well, tend them well, make sure they have the best training and make sure they're protected. That kind of warrior is essential for freedom and democracy in our modern world. But the second principle I want you to remember is not just toughness and fierceness and and, and real boldness, real toughness in foreign policy and military affairs, a la James Mattis, but also that it usually only takes one man who re- or one woman who really embodies the truth, the principles, who's authentic. I got to tell you, he's the General Mattis is the real thing. The other man I've met and had the privilege of knowing and working with who is the real thing is General James Boykin. Uh, General Boykin, head of Delta Force, you saw him in the movie Black Hawk, Black Hawk Down, played by Sam Shepard. Serious man, embodies power, steps in the room, everybody else checks themselves, some of them with themselves. I mean, he is a serious man. Why? Because he actually lives and embodies the principles and the truths that he seeks to enforce and proclaim in the world. And that's General Mattis. It only takes one person like this. So here's a lesson of foreign policy. Here's a lesson of leadership. Be authentic, be real, be as good as your rhetoric and stand down enemies. The real man, the authentic man has to fight a whole lot less than the guy who just goes around saber rattling, threatening war, but not having anything to back it up. I know some big, strong, powerful men who have never had to be in a petty bar fight style of fight. Why? Because nobody would mess with them. They are who they say they are. Just looking at a man causes that man to know that my friend, these big guys I'm talking about, that they can handle themselves, that they mean no harm. But if a fight begins, these men will finish it and no one's going to be happy about it. That's how you want to walk through the world, meaning no harm, but being able to end the harm that is done. Let's be authentic people. Let's be authentic leaders. And let's insist that we support and that we fund and that we promote more men like General James Mattis. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. 
His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.